Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Knows About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. I am Michael Fight, and welcome back to Fight Knows About Everything. Uh, before we get into the weekly recap, I just want to say one, um, Night Shift Radio, we have a giveaway going on right now to win a $25 Bandcamp gift card. Um, you can use this gift card to purchase music, and of course, Bandcamp's really great, um, as the majority of the money goes to the actual artist, which is which is fantastic. But this is also serves as a reminder to let you know that Long Neck will be performing on Left of the Dial Live, our live uh, uh, concert series that's happening. It's happening this Saturday, April 24th. Uh, so for those of you that are um, uh, that are watching this on either Friday or Saturday, the 23rd or 24th, um, note that that will be uh, happening live on YouTube uh, Saturday, the 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern. There will be a link at the end of this video and of course one down below. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Left of Dial Live channel and definitely check out that show. It's going to be fantastic. I'm actually going to be there in person. You won't see me, but I'll be there and it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, aside from that, don't forget to sign up for our mailing list. We have so many things going on. Like today, we had a brand new uh, Super Pod Hero Cast episode. I launched a new episode. Uh, Left of the Dial has a brand new episode today. Never heard of it as a brand new episode on Sunday. Set Condition One, brand new episode on uh, Tuesday. And the Storyteller series is uh, about to launch, if not, if hasn't already, uh, a brand new episode, um, which is going to be pretty great, called the uh, the National Archive of Midair Collisions. Pretty really 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 cool episode uh, of our full cast audio drama series. Uh, so definitely check that out. But all of that out of the way, thanks a lot for subscribing, everyone, especially those of you on YouTube. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Super fantastic. And for those of you listening uh, over in Podcast World, I also appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe. And of course, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. It is quite possibly one of the most helpful things you could do. That being said, let us get right into it. The Senate has passed the COVID-19 anti-hate crimes bill aimed at curbing anti-Asian violence. The only nay vote came from Josh Hawley, the Missouri senator who still plays a key role in the investigation of the insurrection attempt on the Capitol on January 6th. Hawley, the rep from Missouri, who, uh, even though he's from there, doesn't currently reside in that state, by the way. Um, Hawley has seen lots of press and is facing many claims that his Senate run is merely a stepping stone to a future presidential run, 
or like all failed Republicans, a spot on Fox News or OAN or whatever other pretend news network they create next. Uh, this should come as no surprise to anyone who is familiar with Hawley as he himself is a hate crime. So there's that. Uh, the U.S. has passed H.R. 51. Uh, the U.S. House has passed H.R. 51, which aims to make D.C. a state, Washington, D.C. a state. It now goes on to the Senate for final voting with full support from the Biden administration. Republicans have actually fought against uh, making D.C. a state for decades now. Uh, currently, the D.C. population is around 720,000 people, uh, mostly people of color. I think it's about 40% are people of color uh, that they pay into federal taxes, but have uh, no representation in the Senate or anything like that. Man, if only there was some sort of like uh, old timey slogan we could use to to remember this or or bring attention to it. I, I don't know what we could use. Uh, but tons of Republicans are fighting against this, mainly based on a footnote that says that the capital shall not become a state as to not hold sway over the rest of the country. Now, of course, uh, when this was written, um, you know, it, it is very important to note that this this uh, no one really lived in D.C. at the time that this was written in the late 1700s. It again was meant as just the capital. There weren't really homes around the area uh, yet. Most of it was just land and capital buildings that they were just now beginning to build, uh, including the White House. The White House wasn't even built yet. It was still still getting up and running. Um, but, you know, uh, it's just it's really important that most people lived in Virginia or Maryland. But now that D.C. has this large amount of population and a representation, it's really important that they do. Same thing for Puerto Rico. Let's do that next. Um, but I mean, uh, D.C. has a population larger than both Vermont and Wyoming. More people live in D.C. than Vermont and uh, live in Wyoming. Absolutely insane. But look, I get it. Republicans are just against this because they don't want to change the American flag on all their Klan uniforms to have one extra star. So I say easy. Just make Dakota one big ass state and, uh, you know. Everyone, uh, everyone there. Problem solved. You don't have to change your flags. Uh, so Netflix, uh, Netflix is moving forward with an unscripted reality series uh, about the Hype House. Uh, it's a TikTok star-filled house with influencers like Lil Huddy, Nikita Dragoon, and Larray. Uh, Nikita Dragoon is a social media influencer who currently has 2.1 million followers on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I had to Google her too, uh, which just just goes to show that there are two different internets, and you straight up are not invited to the other one. It there's it's worlds. It's crazy. Uh, so Sony Pictures has reached a deal to bring their productions to Netflix and Disney Plus, starting with their 2022 slate. Sony still owns the rights to Spider-Man and his amazing friends, so likely we will see Spider-Man No Way Home, the third in the series, uh, hit Netflix first, and then several months later it hit Disney Plus shortly after release. Uh, Venom 2 will not be uh, included in this deal. Venom is is uh, Venom All Out Carnage or Carnage. Carnage Asada or whatever it's called uh, is set to come out this June. That one will probably be excluded from this sort of deal, but I expect it'll probably make its way to Disney Plus uh, shortly after. Um, will not be included in this deal as it is being released this year. Um, I think it's super smart of Sony actually the way they did this. Um, you know, a lot of these companies they're creating their own services like Paramount, and you know we have like AMC and all these companies that made their own like special uh, streaming services. Where Sony was just like, Nah, bro. You do the work. We'll just we'll give you the stuff. You do it for me. Sony is basically that kid in the group project that's just like, yeah, I don't know. Here, you take it. You you do the work. Uh, you take care of it. Which super smart, by the way. Always be that kid. 
kidding. Don't be that kid. Don't be don't be that guy or girl or person or non-binary person. Just don't be that person. It's dumb. Uh, anyways, of course, one of the biggest news of this uh, of this week, and of course, I'm not going to uh, really make a joke about it, but I do want to talk about the Derek Chauvin um, trial. Derek Chauvin was found guilty on three counts, um, uh, a varying of second degree uh, manslaughter and a few other things, um, but he was found guilty on all counts that he was uh, uh, charged for. Now, I, I want to say that this is a victory, but we all know that this isn't really a victory. This was literally just justice serving exactly as it's supposed to work. Like, this is the bare minimum of what's expected of justice. Um, but, you know, real justice would be, one, making sure things like this never happen again. Two, obviously defunding the police. And when we say defunding the police, we really mean reallocating funds to things like mental health, community services, and things like that to actually prevent these instances from happening and, and lift up these communities instead of just aggressively and uh, policing them, causing these sort of uh, bad acts and violent acts to happen. Now, of course, I do have to mention that while Chauvin was receiving his guilty verdict, there was yet another shooting. A 16-year-old black girl was shot by police. Um, she had called uh, 911 uh, saying that you know she was being attacked and, and that she was being harassed. When the police arrived on the scene, she had a knife in her hand and, and of course, was uh, uh, seemingly defending herself. Obviously, we'll know once more evidence comes out. This is from the reports and the body cam footage that we have ever seen. And uh, she was she was shot dead. She was shot four times in the chest and died. Um, and again, you know, there's so many examples and several videos are circulating the internet now just showing uh, so many people non-lethally taking down people who are wielding a knife. Now, I myself, I was a teacher for several years and on many instances, I was up against a child who was holding scissors or sharpened pencils or other weapons and had to de-escalate them and did so without touching them. It is very possible. Every high school teacher right now is like, yeah, dude, like we de-escalate kids all the time who are holding things that could potentially be weapons. Like, what's the big deal? Like, why did you have to kill a person in order for this to happen? Like, how about just talking to them or use your, your non-lethal tactics, like tackling them, tasers or whatever it is that you have. I mean, you know, no, none of those things should be a thing. But anyways, uh, so I just want to say, I just want to go on record as saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter too is is saying Black Lives Matter also. I'm not uh, uh, pushing down any other race, but I am very specifically calling out that Black Lives Matter and the police need to be relooked at at a global level. Um, you know, uh, immunity, you know, uh, qualified immunity needs to go. Um, we need a complete overhaul of the system, I think, at a federal level uh, down to to take care of this, you know, clearly uh, uh, epidemic, uh, endemic of, of this happening. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Sorry to get heavy on you at the end and, and this past episode on Monday, um, but these are important issues. We'll be back with the jokes all of next week. So that being said, thanks a lot for joining me, and we will see you on Monday. Monday.